Hi, this is Arlen. I wanted to let you know a few things. Um, well, a couple of things and maybe some details about them. I don't have any notes in front of me, which is probably not a great idea, but it's how I roll. So I just wanted to talk to you and let you know. Um, I'm in London right now. It is the last week of June 2022. The past, uh, I'd say, what, six weeks? The past six weeks have been transformative uh, for Backstage, for myself personally, for a few people on the team. Um, And I wanted to give you an update on what's going on. So I'll start by saying that we're all okay. I'll start by saying that um, I probably sound tired because I am, but ultimately I'm in good spirits and I am forever optimistic because I have to be. So here's the bottom line. What's going on at Backstage is uh, we are just like many, 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 many other companies. We have downsized. That means that May of 2022, we ha- or let's say April of 2022, we had 12 people, including myself, at the firm. A lot of people for the amount of uh, assets under management we have, but all very much so there for a reason, needed um, and executing as if they were two people each, at least. And today, there are... Uh, and the main firm is me, left, Arlen, founder, managing partner, remaining. And um, Christy and Brittany are partners, our general partners, uh, are still with Backstage in different capacities. So they're working on a special project that you'll learn more about um, soon. Still in the investment side of things. And so... That left uh, many in the operations side. And because we have such complex structure at Backstage, um, that, and we still have that, uh, the operations side of things was so important. It was like game-changing to bring in Claire and Kathy specifically to our team um, right after the Reg CF in 2021. It was absolutely it just was everything. Um, actually, we had Claire a little bit longer than that. And I appreciate all the work they've done. They, the past 15 months or so, they have transformed the abilities and capacity of Backstage. have put us in a position where, although it's still incredibly complex and there's 60 different points uh, that I have to consider each day, um on the operation side, they've put us in a place where we can continue to be a, a a company, you know, be a firm. And I would, I would dare say, I've said this multiple times to them. I would dare say that we're more compliant than 99% of funds in market. And that includes billion dollar funds. I mean, just absolute incredible attention to detail. Um, so I think that was just like anybody who's come through backstage, whether they're here still or not, they've left an indelible mark. Um, we've had others do the same. I won't shout them all out just because they each are doing their thing and I don't want to 
put them on blast right now because they will let you know where they're going and where they are. Um, if you email um, anybody's first name at backstagecapital.com after July 1st, you'll get an away message that tells you how to reach them or tells you that they're no longer there if they aren't. So the, I'll you know have that relationship with them if you haven't talked to them already. Um, and we all remain in touch and um i hope friendly <laughs> i i feel like we are and and in all cases uh, it seems that way so um you know how i roll i want nothing but the best for the people who work with me and for strangers alike and <clears throat> it has been it's taken a toll you know it's been a depressing deflating time because i just I'll tell you why. It's not that I feel like, honestly, and this is just coming straight from, you know, just straight direct to you. It's not that I feel like there's any sort of failure on the fun side, on the firm side, you know, on backstage's side. It's that this could have been avoided if systems were different, if the system we work within were different. We have something like 20 million or so, a little bit over 20 million under under management in a six-and-a-half-year period, so you can do the math on management fee, um, which which gets spent before it's even made. And I think at this point, you know, after having invested in 26 funds personally, I'll say that again, I've invested in 26 emerging managers personally since 2019. 25 of them did not exist before Backstage existed. Um, And the majority of them have raised uh, larger amounts than Backstage has in the past three years. Um, I love that for them. I want more of that for them. It's why I started Backstage. It's why I'll continue to pour into new new fund managers who can then pour into founders. But it does say something about Backstage. I think we're in a purgatory kind of position because... Some people think that we already have everything we need, so they look at us from that. We were actually told by a Fortune 100 company, I'll just say who it was, it was Apple. (laughs) I don't even have to do that. I'm not going to cloak this. It was Apple. We were told by Apple's investors, uh, LP investors, that we were too far along for them to invest in us. Okay. Um, All right. And then we were told by many others, like J.P. Morgan, that we're not far along enough. So when people come to me over and over again and they say, why don't you have more assets under management? Why aren't you able to make more follow-on investments? Why aren't you able to, why did you have to kind of close shop on new investments for the time being? I say to them, ask these LPs. I appreciate all of the LPs that we currently have. Um, they Whether they put $100 or five million dollars or six million dollars into the to the bucket whether you're mark cuban or you're someone who saw us on reg cf and everything in between from 2015 on you have my utmost respect and i appreciate you and you should be as confused and a little bit frustrated as i am right because why why haven't the institutionals come along why haven't the the why do we have meetings with paypal and with, uh, you know, like I said, J.P. Morgan is kind of the one that I'm thinking of that just put us through the ringer for nothing. 
why do we have these calls with people who, frankly, do not look like us, do, are not reflected in us, have not once made an investment in a, in a pre-seed or seed stage fund or a company? I keep getting the two conflated. Company. Why do they get to decide how much money we get? And then you have companies like Comcast who did come through, who do come through, who didn't put us through the ringer, who asked us a few questions, who looked at the deal uh, at the at the data room, who looked at our traction and our reputation, talked to our founders, and then wrote the check. A million dollars into our latest opportunity fund, which is the $30 million target, which has so, so uh, little committed that it makes me angry after a year and a half. So I just, I don't know what, what, what's in the water at Comcast when they can make a decision like that and do their thing. I think it has a lot to do with the people. I don't know what's in the water at a PayPal, an Apple, or a JP Morgan where they, I, th- I know they put money into other funds, so I appreciate that. I will shout them out for that. But what is exactly, you know, what is exactly going on? And it could be me. It could be some of it could be me for sure. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I will take that. Um, but in, again, the question was, you know, somebody asked, why don't you have more under management? You've got to ask these LPs. You've got to ask these family offices. You've got to ask these people who ask me, um, how can I be helpful? And then I say, invest in our fund, and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> Ask the big people, the big dogs, the ones with the capital. And then look at our 200-plus companies that somehow we were still able to invest in. We were able to invest in, like, do 40 deals between 2020 and 2022 during a pandemic, during an uprising, during, uh, you know, other lay- previous layoffs, all sorts of things that went on. So here we are. It is uh, the middle of the year, 2022. I'm, um, we have cut to a lean place. I'm happy to say that the majority of the people that worked at Backstage uh, have found new employment and or are doing things that um, light them up and give them, you know, add a spark to them. I appreciate all of their work. Um, they each, <clears throat> pardon me, they each have ownership in Backstage um, and as do the people who have worked, you know, 2016 and on in the past. And so I look forward to cutting those checks and sending those, those out when, when we have, um, things to show for it. The stakeholders, um, I want you to know that I'm going to be doing a combination of things. So one of the things I'm doing is I'll be, I'll be actually, it's funny, but I'll be actually able to spend more time talking to you as if you're a stakeholder than I would have in the past because uh, I was just juggling so much all at once, um, an enormous amount of responsibility. Every year I I would contribute an average of one-third of the cost to keep backstage going out of my personal um, funds. And it, at last account, it took about three and a half to four million dollars a year to keep backstage going. So more than a million dollars a year out of my funds. So when you ask, why do I charge $50,000 to speak? Or why do I go and release a book? Or why do I do this? That's part of it. Um, didn't get much sleep the last few years. And so now with this, I will be able to do that and talk to you all more. But at the same time, I am going to be taking some time to rest 
so that I do not go insane. I have been burnt out, like medically burnt out for at least three years. And my plan originally was to take a break in 2019 or 2020. Um, and then we, a couple of things happened in 2019 that were unfortunate, but then in 2020, um, the pandemic hit and I, and I had to once again, kind of steer the ship. Um, and I didn't want it to just be rudderless. So I will be doing that now. There's no negotiation. Every single person who has invested in Backstage, I appreciate, and I've said that multiple times today, and I'll say it continuously. If you want to reach me, you can reach out to me at my first name at BackstageCapital.com. If you have my text, you can text me and ask a question. But what I ask of you is to understand, I will be keeping in, in contact with you through a bulk email I will be giving you information. We have our legal team. We have our accounting team. Um, we will be doing the best we can with just me running this portion of it. But at the same time, there's only one of me. And I have to rest. I, I will not say it any other way. I have to rest to be able to do what I do. I have to be okay to do what I do. And I have plans to do so much more of what I do to affect more people, to reach more people, to help more people, to invest in more people, to catalyze more people. I cannot do that if I am overwhelmed, which I have been. And um, I also want joy. We all want joy. I want joy. I want fun. I want happiness. I want to splurge. I want to indulge. I want to laugh. I want to disappear sometimes. I want to rest, and I will be doing all of those things. So if you get my away message, um, there will be instructions of how you can reach the people you need to reach to get the thing done that you need. If I'm not available to do the thing you need um, and it's not urgent, then wait. Simply wait. Go take a break yourself. Um, I... I as I said earlier, I think we're the most compliant fund that I've ever seen. I mean, I just can't get over the work that Kathy and Claire did. Um, so rest assured, I have all of your best interests in mind. I am the largest stakeholder at Backstage. So making Backstage a $100 million plus assets under management fund at the very least, and then at least you know, two to three Xing that over the next few years is the, the least I want to do because I have every incentive personally, morally, uh, legally to do so, but also because I have a huge stake in backstage. So why wouldn't I? So as much as you want things to go fast, I want them to go fast. I will do everything within my power and in some ways without it to make that happen. One of those first things was in the responsibility that, that I took and looking at the bear, looking down the barrel of this, of this year and saying to myself and then saying to our team, we simply won't be able to afford to keep everybody on. That's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. But I did it because it was the responsible thing and the right thing to do and the right thing to do for the stakeholders, for the founders, for the employees, and for myself. I'll continue doing things like that with that in mind.
You may not always understand why I do things the way I do or may not always agree or like what I do, but just know that at least it's coming from a place of of responsibility, of a lot of thought, um, and a lot of putting my own skin in the game. Like I just said, one-third or so of every year of Backstage's existence has come out of pocket. So I am the largest investor in Backstage to date, even more than Mark Cuban. I have put more money and more time into Backstage than any other person. So I wanted to win and I needed to win. And I think it will. I said earlier that I was optimistic. I am optimistic. I have Christy and Brittany are working on uh, a project, and we'll talk more about that later. Um, if you want to learn more about that and you have resources and you're, you're intrigued, you can write to my first name at backstagecapital.com or text me if you know me or DM me if you have that ability. Um, but otherwise, I'm just I'm optimistic because of the plans that I have over the next 18 months. So I'll be seeing some of you in person. I'll be, uh, I'll be releasing a slate of podcasts. Um, I'll be working on a television show that I've been working on for a year and a half. I'll be releasing a new book, uh, sometime in the next 18 months or so. Um, I will be touring quite a bit to meet with customers at Runner. Um, more on Runner later, by the way. There's some interesting developments going on there. I will be um, building assets under management as much as I can within my control and sometimes without or beyond, I should say. And I will um, be letting you know things, you know, quarterly, monthly, whatever the cadence turns out to be. I'll just let you know. Um, I love, I love, I love working with you. I love working with founders, headliners. Um, I have to say for headliners, we don't have dry powder right now. We just simply don't have it, but I'm working on it. But I have invested in 26 funds. If you go to arlen.capital forward slash portfolio, arlen.capital forward slash portfolio, you can see most of the funds I've invested in. They're not not all listed, but most of them are. And you can get in touch with them if they seem like they're good in alignment with what you do and let them know that you're a backstage headliner. Part of my strategy in investing in funds is also to open up more capital for our headliners. I mean, big time. That's a big part of the strategy. So it's not just about backstage and what backstage can do. You know I'll, I'll be here and I'll help as much as I can. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the best I can. I'll help people. I'm always doing things behind the scenes that help the portfolio, that help the headliners, even if you don't know it. Always doing that almost every day, every every day, whether no matter what city I'm in, what country I'm in, what state of mind I'm in. I'm always helping in one way or another. All right. That's what I wanted to let you know. I feel calm. I feel at peace almost. There are a few more days that I have to kind of wrap some things up. But I don't wake up with the stress that I used to wake up with every single day. That's like sustained trauma and stress for a decade. And especially the past six years. Um, so this is, at least personally, selfishly, this is good. I'm very proud of the teammates who are moving on to new awesome roles. And for anyone who is still looking... Uh, I've offered to help. I've also 
given everybody three months notice in case anybody was wondering. I gave everyone three months notice so they weren't just uh, kicked out. They they had some a lifeline when it came to insurance and severance and that type of thing. All right, y'all. Uh, I'll talk to you soon.